Welcome to the Rules of Acquisition, a podcast where we are going through every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the greatest uh, wartime Star Trek show. No further comments. Uh, (laughs) My name is Wade Bowen. With me, as always, is James Nolan. Hey, guys. And Hugh Crawford. Hey, how we doing? I'm doing all right. And, yep, we are talking about an episode here called Behind the Lines. Yes, this is episode four, season six. It originally aired on October 20th, 1997. And here is the IMDb description. After forming an attack plan on the Dominion, Cisco relinquishes command of the Defiant to Dax. After accepting a promotion on DS9, the Resistance faces discovery when Odo links with another changeling. Director LeVar Burton. Yeah. Um, this is this is a good episode. Uh, <laughs> it, I think it was a very. Oh man, I don't want to have this fight again. I thought this episode was pretty good. Uh, Descent. I hate this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Well, is it one of those? That, now, wait a minute. Now, I sort of hate this episode too. But do I hate this episode because I don't like seeing some of my favorite TV friends fuck up? You know, is that is that one of the reasons why? I don't know. I I, I know. It, I I'm gonna have you, to. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and though, I'm right? gonna express I guess, things yeah. here, and I know that this is part of a character trajectory that mm-hmm. yes. um, I haven't really I haven't rewatched. Uh, so I'm just at this episode, so I haven't watched the next two. And it's sort of the next two is a two-parter, right? A clear two-parter. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I think that Odo in this episode is one of the worst written long-form characters. Like, I don't know. I just think that every decision that they... I think that Odo... All of the problems of them writing Odo over the last five, six seasons, five seasons, have come home to roost in his uh, representation in this episode. I think they're straight down the trajectory of what they were doing with Odo. To say all the problems they've ever had with Odo is like... They've had a lot. That's pretty, that's pretty that's, damn all-encompassing. Yeah, like that, that's a little much. Cause he's had, oh, well, it's like I'm going to have to talk a lot on this episode, boys. <laughs> so, some of the problems they've had at, at the beginning are contradicted and so, by problems they give them later or something, you know? So it's like Yeah, and, and I'm leaving that up. Like, I don't know. I, I've watched the show before, but not enough. Not in the detail of my opinions now far exceed the depth and complexity of my opinions when I first watched it. Right. So I don't know how I'll feel when the storyline is over with. And obviously this I mean, is like the end of a first act of a character arc, but at this point, but it isn't coming out of nowhere. And I think that everything about his character uh, is, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't, I felt like they are using him to do things that they want to do. And not to do things that are rooted in the character that we've seen up until. See, this point. I think I think like you cannot like what they're doing with the character. I, I, I might not like everything they're doing with the character, but I think this is a pretty well constructed, tightly written, and good episode of television. I, I there's one particular part where where he opens up to the mama changeling uh-huh. that is also his... Th- that he's also fucking? Yes. yes. Yeah. Right. 
Well, she's not like his real mom. Um, it's just maternal. And where he says that I wish where she calls him out on the carpet for his feelings for for Kira, uh-huh. and he goes, I wish that I could have. I can have like dig deep down inside of myself and pull out my feelings for her. Right. And then I'm like, oh, that's exactly what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that, that, and that's exactly what she does. We basically, he he links with her and she essentially ex- extracts all feelings right. that she, that, you know, he had for her well, and what we're we left. We don't know exactly what happened, but yeah. But I mean, even I like, I like that aspect of that relationship. Basically, uh, you know, we've established his love for Kira and talk, we had a discussion in the last episode about how they've ruined him as a special man. Yep. Yes. And he's not, oh God, no. he doesn't but do I his disag- team any favors. He's essentially he's Wesley. In I this disagree. I, I disagree because <laughs> yes. if you talk, it depends on what we're talking about when we talk about special men, I guess. But well, I, 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 and I said last episode what I talked about, hmm. what, what, what I mean by special man is somebody who uses their abilities to get, get their team out of a jam. And it's something about the contrast between his nature and human nature teaches us something about human nature. Exactly. That's the whole other way of special... And nothing about that was in here. No, let me say what I was about to say about, like, the other thing we've talked about as special men is, like, their... What the special men, the journeys special men go through are about their relationship to humanity. And what we've talked about, what makes Odo even a different kind of special man, what we when we talked about him as a special man in earlier seasons, was he does not like, he does not want to be more human. He dislikes being human. And this episode specifically, he really hates being human. And that whole, I wish I could reach in and take these feelings out of me, is him being almost an anti-special man in that he wants... He does not want to be in touch with his humanity. It's torture for him, and he wishes he could make it go away. But that's also what makes him, you know, that's there's a certain amount of humanity, the exploration, what it is to be human, where I wish I didn't have these feelings, but I can't help it. I have them. So I thought that kind of, that in that way, this episode worked for me in that scene. Is Odo, and I don't mean in this episode, I mean for 173 episodes now. Mm -hmm. Do you think, is Odo smart? Is he a smart person or a dumb person? He's Well, he's an observant person who likes to have things organized. That does not necessarily mean, you know, he's an emotional adolescent. Right, right. And he's always been. He's got an arrested arrested, uh, development. That he like cops to from time to time, mm. where he'll say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know because I was fucking raised by a scientist away from my people, so I didn't know fucking how to act, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know." So, and he cops to that sometimes. So he's definitely hindered okay. by and, his upbringing. And I guess this could go into spoiler territory, and if it goes into too spoiler of a territory, let me know. But like, is he being? uniquely or specifically manipulated by like through chemicals or through like the linky shit or is he just being like Stockholm manipulated well there's something that happens by like the oldest trick in the fucking book I get you nobody else gets you let's be together 
I'll fuck you and make you feel special. And I'll hang around, I'll hang around the corner. Yes. Lurking while you have conversations with other Mm. people in your room. I get you. Nobody else gets you. And I'm fucking you. I think there's, why not both? Like there's that uh, nuance to the relationship. Because one one takes, one's not his, because one, he can't be smart enough to stop. And the other one, he should be smart enough to stop. That's why not both. Well, no, I'm saying both because one, that's the, that's the nuance of that relationship. There's setting up Salome Jen's female changeling as like a almost uh, foil to Kira. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of this other woman. And Kira says, you know, are you fucking her? And he says, I won't do it. But so there is that kind of play they're doing in the scenes. But also there is a definite physical something changes when he enters the link. There's a scientific magical plot. Something happens. So all there of is, in- yes, there is. There is this element. There is this element that the, the link does yes. do something, and the the changing from the ocean. Yeah, the ocean becomes a drop, and all that. That like it takes its toll. All of his lifetime of human understanding, all of his you know his maturation from a goo pile to to where he is now, all of those factors get us to a point where you know he he should react one way or the other and if he's being let's say chemically manipulated like if it is if we're because there's two metaphors it seems like they're playing with one of which is that sex sure sure like the draw to to be to merge with her and all of those kinds of things and to bear his soul and all of that stuff seems to be like a sexual illusion sure but in that last illusion where he's like Something different yeah. happened in that last time when he's when he when he's stoned. Yeah, he's blissed out. And, and the end, and and so that's this idea that then he's somehow chemically removed, right, from his his what he should intelligently, how he should be feeling based on the intelligence of his character is taken out of bounds. So right. it's 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 totally it's pretty obvious that something definite happened in the link that second time he does it that changes him he doesn't make a choice he is i mean maybe he does but something has happened to change him and how he feels that's pretty obvious so you have it now a major character on the show that is been a part of the brain trust and into a lot of ways and maybe we're attributing this because he's an older actor that that he seemed to have a more uh, wizened or more and because he's like a good investigator so you think he's got his shit together um that a character that we've known and loved and has grown to is being manipulated by uh, an evil force in the universe. His weird goo mom. His weird goo mom slash lover. Yeah, well, he's an alien. They and got weird he can't... But, like, my point is is that he's not making a decision to turn. He's not making... He, he's being, like, led along like a child. <laughs> and so I don't know if they're doing... Is he Like, if he was Ducat and was making these poorly calculated decisions but he he falls prey to temptation and something happens and he's changed for it but he was never really that into like i don't like he didn't have like a strong position on this whole shit to start with that was one of my issues with the last two episodes is that he's just been me too and kira's strong character growth through these this war well and then at the beginning i mean we can break down scenes at some point too because at the beginning well, we have the cold open. Oh yeah, they have. Yeah. We have the cold open. We will even. We won't talk about the Cisco 
uh, Defiant plot just right now because it feels like we're on. Oh, geez, with the Admiral, <sighs> Admiral Ham sandwich. Yeah. That guy is such so boring. That plot line was a fucking dead fish. What? I can't even. Uh, like, the care plot line's about fine. It. It's great. The war stuff. Admiral Ham sandwich is boring. I can give you that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, this Odo thing. It starts off. You're complaining that last two episodes that he just goes along with everything Kira says. Mm-hmm. It starts off. He's like, "What the fuck, Kira?" And he just yeah, because he's not got he's got no position. His position. My, my whole argument is not. I mean, yes, he's going along with what Kira says. It's because he's got no position. His position. And then he doesn't like what she's going through because he's got no position. What he doesn't like is that they went behind his back and did it without him because he's so he was cut. He wasn't. He wasn't on like so narcissism. Yeah, he's a. He wasn't. He wasn't asked. What makes his job harder? I think that if he knew it was going to go on, okay. he could. Like, yeah, and it makes he, and it, it makes it, Rom's it, job harder here's too. What happened, and it makes Jake's job happened. harder. No, no, no. Too. He likes that's his whole thing. He, he he likes order. Yeah. If he's going to be in the in the know and do his job well, he needs to. You know, he, he, he I think it probably pisses him off that he misread the situation too. Right. He said that, that the girl he likes has agency and right, right. makes decisions right, without exactly him. without him. And like he, they had their they had their resistance meeting. And he said, no, we shouldn't do this thing for whatever reason, because he likes order. It's going to disrupt the order. It's going to put people at risk. Mm-hmm. He said, well, let's not do it. And they said, Kira said, and Rom said, I don't know. And then he said, oh, I had to leave to go do a thing. And then while they were gone, they decided to do it anyways. And he's pissed that they did it. And he's, he's like, I thought I said not to do it. And she said, you said that, but we weren't done with the discussion, and you left, and we decided anyways. So he throws a fit. So are we supposed to think that then that, okay, so he's got, if he's got, that's not a point of view. He's got a, a zone of comfort. Well, my point was that he went along with something that wasn't what Kira said to do, and that's the complaint that you had the last episode. Okay. My point is is that at this point now, he has a zone of comfort. He doesn't have a strong point of view. And at this point in the show, that makes him an incredibly weak character from the get-go. Because then anybody that moves him out of his zone of comfort, he's basically like a child. Yeah, he he is. Yeah. He is a lot like a child. Like, yeah, he's like, like an angsty teenager. And who wants to watch a show about fucking, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. I, I, I can't respect the character or the decisions that he's making. You can, with Dukat, Dukat's, you can respect, I mean, he's evil and he's making evil decisions, but like he's coming upon that by like agency and intelligence and and drive and human initiative or alien, whatever, you know what I mean? Like organistic, uh, human humanoid initiative where Odo is basically like metaphorically and literally lumpen and... <laughs> And has no point of view on all of these huge things. He's in the middle of a massive war, and he's got some uncommittedness to it. And I don't know if we're supposed to look at him as weak-willed? Is that what we're supposed to see him as? No, I mean, again, I, I might not like what they've done with the character, but they, I don't... No, I'm asking, I'm not, I'm asking, I'm not asking you to justify a position. I'm well, asking, just, like, is that uh, way we're supposed to... Is, do you view him as weak-willed? no. He's got a point of view. He's a guy that likes order. What is the point of view? The, the order, order thing. That's I mean, it's simple order. enough. But that's not a point of view. You yeah. can like it is order a point of view. and want the Federation to win, or like order and want. It's you don't. Yeah, that's that's a point of view. Uh, he likes he likes a, a clean a, desk. That's not a point of view. It's part of it. Yeah. It's part of his whole thing. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. 
he's the thing. well, he likes it clean desk, but he also he's curious about himself. He wants to know, like he wants to know himself and where he comes from. Yeah, and their species is unique because they are. He is a part of a, a collective that he doesn't understand. Then why? And I know that I know where the show is ultimately. So and he's got mm-hmm. a natural. I mean, he's got a you you know he's got a natural. He's got a, a very well explained and well documented uh, curiosity about his own his own people and origins. So the fact that he's entertaining her or he, like it's too rich an opportunity and she knows this too mm-hmm. you know the, the whole bullshit about i wanted to be with my oh, own yeah. people that's just just she's not a poorly written character she's not a poorly written no. character i mean you know, my but, only um, irritation with him is that he never asks how many packs of unfiltered did they smoke a day <laughs> right. in, the, in the great lake <laughs> you're talking about her voice yeah 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 oh, no. what do you need is clarity. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's coded is so old. I don't know how old Soul Mae Jin is. She does she is coded it. She's coded is so well, old she's, and it's distracting. I, Do you have a name? Well yeah. she's like name. Madame Webb. Or I she don't looks know. like Aunt May. Like, I don't, she, I don't, like I, not like I, not like <laughs> hot Marie Timmer. Like how Steve, Steve like Steve, Steve Ditko drew her, yeah. I don't know. She how how old is she coded that old? She's got that um, okay, so what then where the satisfying element of that story is and where you can picture this out where the if that's where he needs to go, that's where he needs to go. But that could be about as the war goes on, Odo just feels more and more isolated from every side. And since Kira is a dead end to him, and maybe it then so this it in I mean, we all know how it ends. It ends with him essentially like stabbing the whole resistance in the back and getting Rom. Yeah. The end of this pinched. particular yeah. episode yeah. ends like that. Yeah. And so if that was the case and then he just like he has this heartfelt conversation with Kira about like, look, this is I'm sorry, but this is kind of who I was always going to be. And then write him off the show. Write Odo away. No. He's now in the link. But to like they're All right. I don't know. At this point, like to spend so Here's, much time it, on a character well, that I doesn't. I think that they want to. They they want to put him in in like he's close to damnation, right? Right. Like a personal. Da- the, so there's stakes with the audience. They don't want to see Odo damned to be a a, a bad guy. a space gangster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So, so here's here's how, and I stand by my, my assertion that this is a well constructed episode, and I think I think the Odo plot, while I might not always like the direction they've chosen to go with Odo, I, I think it works. Like it starts, you know, they have him and Kira have their disagreement. Uh, she's pissed at him, like rightfully so, or whatever. Oh, could we talk about the pissed a little bit? We get some to see some great. Not a visitor. Oh, she's she's not she's nailing this and everything. Right. Well, so he's got this kind of like he's upset with this girl that he's got this crush on that he's in love with, and then the female changeling shows up. She's been trapped in the Alpha Quadrant, apparently. I was trapped in the Alpha Quadrant. Uh, you know, it's like, and oh, you call her Narice. That name denotes. Last time I saw you, you were calling her Major, and it's like, well, we're close. That denotes intimacy. And so it sets up this love triangle, and then he merges. He he joins. He merges with the uh, female changeling, and then he goes to talk to Kira, and she's jealous, kind of. And she's like, "What the fuck?" But also, she's a good soldier. Oh, I don't think she's. I don't think she's jealous at all. 
I think she's driven, and he's now he's I, now you know, fucking the I, enemy. That's the thing is that she's conveying with her performance, right? That maybe there's a twinge right. of personal feelings that's irritating. Like she's trying to mine maybe within herself. Like I'm, I'm irritated because this is gonna fuck up the resistance, but I'm also irritated on another level right. that she's, she's like you know, trying to work through. She's gonna lose her safety school. Like her fallback position. Right, exactly. Like, you know, she's she's a good enough soldier, like I said. Like, she knows that, like, this could fuck up the resistance because, like, I know you're going to share data when you're fucking her. And, you know, and that, and he's like, no, no, it doesn't work like that. And she's like, I don't care. You know, and it's also coded that there's a little bit of jealousy. Can we just take a, can we take a minute to, it clearly works that way because that's how he knew that Martok was a, was a changeling. Right. Well, the show is... Is perfectly consistent about everything. No, not so much. Yeah, I mean, well, the show told him that, uh, what's his name, the other Klingon, Galron was the changeling, so they lied to him there. But it did give him information. Yeah, it did. So, yeah, you're right. That's, we're going to put that in and the... And one, one of my great irritations is when obvious, obvious points aren't made up by smart people in a scene. Like they didn't bring that up, and I felt like they should have clearly brought right. That well, they up, they went anyway, out of their yes. way to put other lines in about like no, it doesn't work that way. It's uh, it's not about exchanging info. It's about it's about merging thought and form, idea and sensation. Stuff like that. It's about feelings and sensations, not about changing words or anything. But you're right that that's kind of an inconsistency, possibly. Yeah, but then, so, Kira has that, like, what the fuck, you fuck, you fuck her? And he's like, actually, I did. And I linked with her. She's like, but, you know, but you're not in love, we're not together, so that's fine. She's like, oh, promise, you, promise me you won't fuck her again. Please promise me that you're not going to link with her again. But that's putting it into terms where she... That's part of... That's, I mean, she doesn't give a fuck about her, the mer- the sexual nature. She of does. Mer- I think she does. Because in knowing where the show goes, I think it's, it's both. I, yeah. I think she does. I, I she mean, definitely... I, I don't... That's not why she objects to it. She objects to it because he's fucking cavorting no, with an enemy. Like I said, she's a good soldier. But she, she, but she takes a beat whenever she... Whenever it's addressed, she's like, are you, are you fucking her? And he's like, yeah. And then she takes a beat to process that yeah. in the performance, and then she moves on to her objections with the resistance. Right, like it's a it's a sci-fi show with metaphors. It's both, you know. Like, yeah. but she's also she's a good enough soldier that you know the driving thing is like you know you're going to betray the resistance or whatever. So she she extracts a toll, saying, "Please, you know, if you care for me at all, just promise me you won't sleep with her again." And he says. Because he's in love with Kira. I guess I'm saying that that reading of it, specifically putting it in that term, well, I don't makes I think her look shallow when she's just being driven about her mission. I it's, I don't I disagree. It's not just her being shallow because it's both. Yeah, it's, she's got conflicted. She's clearly conflicted. I'm not in, saying it's not both, but when you're putting it in a term, you're putting it in a terminology that just may don't. Don't fuck her again, okay? Yeah, like that. No, like, I'm si- I'm simplifying it, of course. Well, that's that was a, that was definitely an awkward part of the se- of the scene, right? Where I'm he- telling you why that worked for me, <laughs> and it like uncomfortable for the audience mm-hmm. to see two people go through that. You know? Yeah, but this is why it felt like the scene worked for me because that those kind of 
connotations are there. That discomfort resonated with you. Yeah, and she says, promise me you won't fuck her again, and yeah. or you won't blink with her again. And he says, because he's... And he says, no, you're... <laughs> uh, and, no, thank you. <laughs> well, he says, okay. And then she, he says, I'm not going to the next scene. He goes, I'm not going to leak. And she goes, well, because you told well, me not to. That may, that's, the, that's Jerry Smith. That's Jerry Smith. And that <laughs> well, who fine. Is? If it's Jerry Smith, Jerry Smith is a well-written character. So I don't care. But, like, the whole thing... But is that who Odo is? Well, it's not more... It's Well, he's in an uncharted territory. That's the whole point of Odo, is that Odo right. doesn't know himself and that and, he's in uncharted territory. And the episode talks about that. And it seems like an open door for the writers to make him do whatever they need him to do. In all their scenes, he's talking to her about how he wants to know more about who he is. Yeah. And she's manipulating him psychologically at that point, even without the link, by saying, I can show you this and I, I can show you the world, whatever. And you can know who you are. And then he's not getting along with Kira so he's feeling kind of vulnerable and then he gets really horny <laughs> and you know she says no but seriously and when he says I promised Kira I wouldn't do it and she's like what with her she's a she's a solid you don't have to respect her at all and then he's you know sometimes we make mistakes and he's thinking with his metaphorical dick and also being lonely and he succumbs he breaks his promise and he cheats on, he does what he didn't say. He links with her again. And then because he sinned I, or broke his, he pays for it. And somehow he's fucked up at the end. And he's that blissed out, like, yes, you know, screws over Rom pretty heavily. I wrote in my notes, the link is heralded with condescension. Right. So it's just like that uh, Cisco episode where he was high the whole time. <laughs> No, it's not just like that, but, but I, okay. So I, I, I'm noticing that, that I think that both of you f- probably rightly, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm right, but when the, the fundamental difference in the way we watch this episode is that you couched all of the stuff that you just explained. And I think that Hugh agrees with you. You couched it all in the interpersonal relationship conversation narrative of the show between Nira uh, between Kira and Odo. And uh, almost none of that, was in that in my viewing of the episode, I thought it was completely maybe one Odo's part, uh, but for me it was complete. I I watched the episode and almost read the plot almost completely in that Kira was a woman on a mission to do shit, and he was was constantly was stymieing that, that yeah. right. But by I guess seeming to not realize what the hell was going on. Like, o- over the last five episodes, he's kind of blissfully unaware of of the importance of anything going on around him. At this point, he's dumber than Jake. Well, I just, I think... Sort of his, um, uh, in, in his in his real politique understanding of what's going on on the station. I, I and think... And so, I, everything that I read, I, that whole episode, I read it as, like, all she's trying to say is, don't fucking give information to the enemy. Because it, it, we are now at a incredibly crucial point, in in everything is about to collapse, right? And you are going on this existential journey that seems to say that at no point are you were you ever on the same page as us on in the crew. And she questions that about that in all those scenes. She's you know she's like, well, what the fuck? And he says, I'm not going to give her information. But yes, she's well written in the show and in this episode. He's the one that has. No, he doesn't even have like a, a fake answer to her. 
He's not even pretty. No, because he's 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 in uncharted territory, though. <laughs> but he's he's smart enough. He's at least smart enough to tell her what she wants to hear, right? He's never no. He, in no, his he cares too in, much for her. Like he's not going. That's, but not, that's his, not in his character to do that. But then he then he goes, "Are you questioning my loyalty? Are exactly. you questioning my?" Lo-? He says that to her, and I know why they put right. that is because well, that ultimately was, at the end of the episode he betrays her loyalty. Sure, but um, well, yeah, that the, he says that that scene his, his insistence on that is more about. His own, like that's when he realizes that his loyalty should be called in question. Yeah, like, yeah. That's his own. He's dealing with his own stuff when he's doing that. It wasn't really about her questioning it. I thought that was the point of that scene because no, I, I he's never had to balance. He's never had to balance two sides. He's always been on the side that he perceived as being just before, but now he's got to sit on this board. And uh, and then at the same time undermine the board, and he's never had any sort of duality in his life, right? You know, because before he was just a mystery, okay. Mm-hmm. And the mysteries don't have duality; they they don't have dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. Now he's you know he's got dual citizenship, and he's it's all fucking him up. There's been multiple episodes about his his reflections on the complicity that he had during the Cardassian occupation, that he served the will of Gul Dukat. And over time, specifically in that horrible episode, under under order, like because all in the name of order, he likes order and he likes yeah. But he he reflected on that specifically in that horrible written episode with Kirk Kirkwood Smith was horribly misused. Oh yeah, yeah. where they pretend like they have a vision quest that they were in the past or whatever. Right, right. That horrible episode. And okay, so he the whole point of that is that he realizes that that was a moral failing on his part to participate in that and not to somehow stand up or act, you know? Mm -hmm. And so now he's essentially, you would think through that moral arc that you've been led on with him in those episodes, you would think, okay, so now he openly, he is converted. He is now no longer amoral. He is now moral, and he has attached his morality to the Federation or Bajoran well, morality. He's attached it to Kira, and, honestly, and the Dominion is different. That's the yes, and that okay. So that seems to be the case. That's not what that episode was about. No, at all. But we're pat- that was that's what that was this a full episode is ago. about. Yeah. Is that Kira is the only thing that he gives a fuck about right. except being with goo people. Mm-hmm. And that's a fine story if you're trying to write it, but like in three episodes, they're going to make me, they're going to try and make me think that he's strong and moral. Again. Well, he's not even necessary. And well, fuck the show. I don't know what the fuck. For, at that point, fuck the show. Right. I mean, not really fuck the show, but fuck like that's abuse of character. Wait, well, they, they, they have mishandled. This is, this has been my case since the beginning of, of episode six mm-hmm. is that my, my whole thing, thesis ever since i made julian uh the special man is it's because they can't they they horribly mismanage the odo stuff yeah i mean from here on out yes. essentially i mean he's essentially a just a waste of, he is the homer like do you remember that like the scene where homer's got to make a car oh right what? he's that of a character <laughs> he's he a lot such smoother a, with less doodads on it he is such a squandered piece of shit character i think i think there's literally nothing they can do with him that's going to be i think you're to me. over oh sorry i think you're overreacting 
like the last two episodes we've spent he's hard he's not really been in the last two episodes of this show and we spent like 20 minutes on each podcast bitching about his character and i get why we're bitching about it but i'm okay i'm sorry. he just wasn't his character wasn't even there those last episodes and his character shows up in this episodes but i don't know i mean yeah but the episodes themselves i think have been pretty good i don't know from a episodic instead of looking at all of them i don't i don't know i think this is a good episode i can't separate my opinion of the episode from my opinion of how odo's been horribly mismanaged i think that i don't like i don't like seeing my friend in make poor decisions Uh my tv friend make poor decisions and it makes for hard watching um and I, I, I feel bad because I re, I, I don't remember, I don't remember how it's resolved. Right. I guess we'll find yeah. out next week if, yeah. if they, you know, take a, a, a cheap way out or if they resolve it and it's mm-hmm. satisfying or not. I don't remember either. Yeah. I don't remember. I think he probably goes, "Whoa, man! It turns out these people really are evil." <sighs> Like that's probably what it is. I don't know. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm and, just, and, I'm, and ultimately he makes a call. To do the right thing. You say that like it's such a bad thing to do, do the right thing. I, because it's, but yeah, okay, but I it's, just, I'm along for that. Every movie has that beat. This is supposed to be better than that. Every show has that beat. My point is, is that the great thing about, okay, so the great thing about DS9 is that they built these great characters. Kira, in contrast, in this episode, is, and this is the point that I think that. Why this keeps happening is three episodes, three different writers, all Odo butcher, like all Odo being shitty. And that is an indication that they've, that the character is broken because three episodes, three Kira. And even though I didn't like the, the having the plot that Kira had last week, they painted themselves in a corner with it. With right. Kira is so brightly written and just pops off right. the page. I, and you're not going to tell me that Nana Visitor is a better actor than Renee Abergenois. They're they're both great actors. So Odo is Odo is lumping and baby like, and she's popping off the page, and she's crisp because she has a, she is she has been a well nurtured. He's character. been she's I, like I the last two episodes. My point is that he's been sidelined, not that he's been ruined just yet. And I'm okay to I'm okay to have a dis- differing opinion on that. But that's my opinion. That and I don't necessarily again I don't necessarily like how they sidelined them. But I don't think that's like I mean I see what they're doing and I don't think it's the worst thing ever. And it makes me so mad. But well, let, let's recap just real quick yeah. his whole his whole trajectory like from the beginning. So at the beginning. He was the only one of his kind. He was a mystery. Nobody knew where he came from. He didn't know where he came from. Then we find out he was discovered by a Bajoran scientist. And we find out that backstory. And then we find out that he actually belongs to a race of space gangsters. <laughs> right. And those space gangsters are going to wage war against everybody. And so... At what point do you think that they fell off the went off the rails, James? That they lost like their ba- their bearing on the character. Like, should they have always left him a, a mystery? Is only one of his kind. I don't know. Or when they hitched him to Kira, totally. That's yeah. Okay, so that's horrible too. Yeah. I think that they gave him a personality. He's authoritarian and he likes order. That's not 
like goals. Like his goal used to be to find out where he was from, which is a perfectly fine goal. Like he was always searching right. to, to find out where, where that piece of him is. He talks in the first couple of seasons a lot about, I don't know what my people are, but I have this personality that I can only assume is a, you know, a genetic trait of those people. And he talks about that. He's constantly trying to search out the nature of, of where he's from. Mm-hmm. Then he has, then they find out in the third season or something. Yeah, yeah. And he realizes that they're the bad guys. So, but he realizes that their culture has a beauty, but they are, you know, sort of bad guys. They are openly at war now. Mm-hmm. And then he goes through the whole thing where he kills one of them. That's a decision, right? I'm going to be the, I'm going to kill my people to work with these people that have adopted To save me. the people that I'm on, yeah. So, so that's. I mean, he doesn't actively decide to kill them. It's an accident, but he's. That's the character that he had at that point. Yeah. And that he was always cynical, and then it became that his he was like like through that uh, the home front episode and all that stuff, where it became that he was like a, a a cipher that he could understand the people, and so that he was a, a valuable asset in sort of the way that Garrick has become a Cardassian asset, where you know he he gets to be the like I'm. I'm the I'm the I'm the black cop you hire to go into the ghetto and like you know like that kind of stuff, and because I understand the the streets and now I'm a better cop because I understand the streets. I'm the closest intelligence you have to understanding our enemy, so I'm an intelligence asset. Yes. So then they remove him from that and they don't do anything with that. And this is where I think they just start throwing shit at for him just whatever. They just have these half thought out things that don't go anywhere. They're gonna take that from him. That's literally no important not important at all when they make him solid they strip him of his goo people element okay right. and then they just ride his uh like puppy dog love sad sack puppy dog shit off a cliff right yeah i would argue that they implanted this kira love like in season two and it's grown and grown and it's metastasized and it's taken over the character and that's what's driving it now so why can't it be if they had Luke danced his love of her, I don't know what that means. Yeah, you have. You've watched all, Gilmore Girls. You've watched all the Gilmore Girls. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. I don't remember Luke's last name. Okay, Luke. <laughs> you don't remember Luke? He's Luke. When you say Luke Danes, that's just a Luke that you named. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So if they had Luke Danes his love, where it was in asides and furtive glances and hesitations, well, they do and, that too, and that kind of thing. But that's not what they do. They go whole hog in Children of the Time. Yeah, yeah. And put the onus on Kira to respond. And then kind of just, and then they're going to drop it, and it's it. Everything becomes tainted in this that that relationship. Sure. And so he has no relationship with his people back home, and so now he's lonely and rejected, and he's going to go back to the people. But at no point when see that's what what does Odo that's want? What, you just what is said his it. Goal? He just Jake he, Jake. Everybody on the show wants a thing, and they're working to get that thing in their lives. This episode, all characters should have Odo a goal. Odo wants Kira, and Odo wants a girl. That's the dumbest, this, weakest idea. This episode is what I would arguably resets that to where he wants to be with the gangster. He wants to understand where he comes from and understand what it means to be who he is and his history. 
that's not a bad thing. But don't you think that he understands? And if he that, does that by finding a girl and having sex with her a whole bunch, man, that's that's the perfect. But equation. you have yeah. to get that. But you have to. He has to. In order to do that, he's got to ignore the four seasons where they're space gangsters and try to blow up the goddamn sun and it's like killing all of his well, friends. You clearly don't understand what it's like to be in the link. Quit, <laughs> James. <laughs> and that's all the show has to say for that is is that heroin addict with condescension. You don't know what it's like, man. That is yeah, the weakest. Well, I, yeah. I don't know that he you. has to just sort of he has to ignore. It's a thing. All yeah, of okay, the horrible I, shit that that he has realized already. I, okay, it's fine. You feel very. He's been about killing it. these motherfuckers. I don't, I don't want to do another hour to bitching about this because we just have a difference of opinion. I mean, so that's that's why it's broke. I agree. It's a point of view to have, but I don't think it's. Broke. It's because at this point he has to be dumb or complicit. He has to be dumb or complicit. Disagree. To not realize what he's dealing with but he's always known he's killed them before he didn't mean to that was an accident and he felt awful about he's it he's been like mr F- like well, on that home front episode he was like the um like he well, how you should probably handle it is that he needs to be like ben carson at hud he needs to be like i'm 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 the enemy of my my own. for whatever reason i've committed to the being the enemy of my own people. I disagree. Like he feels it's a, he accidentally kills one. He feels horrible, and he doesn't feel bad about it at all. And he kills he one feels, again later. That's, that's like totally episode. wrong. It's to, you're totally wrong there. He feels so much guilt and awfulness about killing the changeling. That's like that he that, kills another one like in, in cold blood. Well, I don't know. That hasn't happened yet. I can only tell you that you're wrong when you say he didn't care about killing that one because that is certifiably not what happened on the show. And then he helped, but then he, but what did he do after he killed that one? He went home and helped the well, Federation yeah, learn how to build weapons that hurt them better and contain no, them and torture them. He helped them do that. And then at the end of that season, and then at the beginning of the next season, he killed another uh, one. No, what are you talking about? That hasn't happened yet. I don't. He killed Martok. Oh, right. Well, did he kill Martok? That was the second. Okay. Yes. Well, I don't, uh, you, you say these things like, like, oh, he definitely did this thing, and you're saying it so forcefully. But that's just not the show that I watched. <laughs> like, he has some guilt, and he's a little bit torn up about... He's torn up about his side. He had guilt he, for killing a person, but not for killing a bad guy. He has an affinity for his people. He, he's made a choice to not be with his people, and that's a thing that they deal with on the show that he's a little bit torn up about, and they deal with that. So... I don't know. I feel like we're watching different shows. If you're saying there's all this stuff and they're just roughshod running over and not paying attention to these things. What does Odo want? Like I said, in this episode, they established... He wants Kira. One, he wants Kira. And two, he wants... In this episode, he establishes that he wants to know where he come from and understand his people. And he wants to belong to somebody because he's an other. So those, those are two things are in conflict with each other. So, And the question that I need to ask is, knowing what he knows about his people... Why does he, what does he want to know more about his people? Right. Well, the only thing that changes is that he gets hooked on, on, on the drugs. That's basically the only, like you're asking why, and I'm telling you the only reason why is that, is the, the, the great link or the link. Is intoxicating to him. Right. Well, partly that, but partly it's, lets him get in touch with who he is. 
It's a community that he can belong. It's the ultimate belonging, which is what anybody wants, or what I guess what all these incels want. And sure. so, why doesn't he feel like he belongs on the with with his with his space friends? Because he's because in, he's, they're solids, and they can never understand. Yeah, they're solids. He's he's an explicit other, and there's it's an insurmountable odds that he cannot overcome. And his people are as a way for him to belong to something. So that's tempting for him. So then why doesn't he just convert? Because he also... And we have this sad we have this sad moment where he goes back to his people, even though that means he's in direct conflict with us, and, like, let him go. That's what just Hugh just said. He's in, co- that's, that he's in yes. the heart in conflict with itself. Let's bring Faulkner... The biggest problem that we're going to have is my problem is not that necessarily I hate this, but like I could tolerate this if I didn't know in two episodes they're going to make me force me to like him again. I don't, well, I don't know what to tell you because I didn't exactly. Because then what will his goal be? I don't know. His goal will be back to like whatever again, it was before again, this episode. I don't know. I'm not talking about two episodes from now. I'm talking about this episode and I don't know. I didn't hate him totally at the end of it, but that's just me. What? What? I went on a journey with the character. I saw that he went through some shit, and I'm like, oh, shit, something happened to Odo at the Uh, end. He's all blissed out. I wonder how they're going to resolve this. I'm not saying two episodes. I mean, because it's been a while since I've seen it. Maybe I I did not relate to this journey at all. I don't know. Here's, Here's the thing. I'm a southern boy. I was born and raised here. My father is fucking lives in, like, the same county he was born in. Uh, I come from, I, I have no union, I have no union soldiers in my family tree. Probably not true, but I don't know of any. I am a Southern boy born and raised. I am not, uh, in any way of my people. I like things about them. There's things that I feel at home about when I'm eating barbecue pork ribs or fry, you know, whatever. Like I am, I, I, I love big, nasty, like right. big, I, I like but, lots of things about this culture. Right. I am not of my people. And at a very formative age, I made that realization. Odo's an alien. And nothing is going... That doesn't... It does. There are no aliens in sci-fi. They're only humans. But there's fucking... You have to have things... There's... I don't know. I have to... So I I can... There is nothing that would make me side politically with my people. Well, but you understand... But you, but you made that decision because you knew you knew your people and you knew knew where you came from from the begin with. Yeah. Did, did are we saying that? Oh, are we saying that Odo didn't make that decision once he knew who he was and where he came from? No, I'm just saying the only thing that's changed is is the nature of the Grant Link has is fucked him up and like it's a it's like he doesn't have new information on like concrete he has the the new what's new is the great he's been in the link twice so we're going so a a way to look at it i'm not saying that it's a wrong way it's a it's 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 a internally consistent way which is what you're espousing is that it's like a heroin use i tried it one time and he really liked it. He did it a second time. And then that was taken away from him for a long time. So now he's like, he's fiending and he's an addict. But even when he's dry, even when he hasn't been in Link for seasons, he's he's still fiending. There's still a part from him that cries out. It's like when I smell cigarette smoke. Right. And that calls to me. Like, And so the Link is like that. But it's and not now he just, just like that. fell back into the. I mean jump. that's there, but like it's we always. It seems like you keep wanting to make one to ones. It's not just that it's like heroin. It's also a metaphor for belonging. Yeah, that's only. That's the only. I mean, 
I'm trying to make a related story that's an internally consistent story. But it, yeah, and I agree, it's like heroin, but that's, again, it's also like... The only something. thing more entertaining than this episode is James's objections to the <laughs> episode. <laughs> I know, like, I wanted to talk about the episode, not, like, why you hate it so much. I, I, I like this episode. I like this episode for a lot of reasons other than James's uh, watching him come unglued about it. <laughs> I liked uh, the scene where Quark uh, realizes yeah. that he wants to help out yeah, and he's yeah. drunk and he's overwhelmed. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. That was a really... I liked all the Damar stuff. I love Damar in this episode. Damar is I love great. how cocksure the he Kira is. Narrating the Kira narrating the scene from the balcony. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe one of the finest written moments in the show up to this point. Oh, yeah. That, I that loved whole... that scene. I loved her in that scene. That's my point, is that she's such a well-constructed character yeah. who hasn't been butchered over the seasons. She, she's, so she's, she, she's a better character than Odo. I will give you that. At every scene, she pops. In every scene, she pops. I agree. She's better She's better than Odo. You know who it's she fine. is. You know who she is. She knows what she wants. I guess one of my problems, and I've always said it with Deep Space Nine, the creators from the beginning had a full plate, and they right, never right. figure out how to do everybody a service uh, so maybe, simultaneously. Maybe writing, maybe writing Odo off this show no, I, wouldn't have been well, the worst. Thing. I mean, it's too late for that now, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I still like Odo on the show, even if I'll admit Kira's better. Now, I don't, I do not... I like this episode, and my objections aren't with the internal logic of the episode. My objections are just basically same thing Wade felt. Like, you know, I don't like seeing my, my friend Odo fuck up, and that's why I didn't enjoy it. But I don't... I, with with what, what Wade said at the end where he sympathizes with him, I, I don't understand well, that. Well, I'm, I'm not... It's not that I sympathize, but it's not like... Oh, I fucking hate the character now, and I'm. He's, why don't we just write him off the show? I understand like that something happened. I understand his sympathy for falling to temptation and you know breaking his word to Kira, which is a good. It's not a good thing to do, but it's a good. It's good for if you're writing a show about characters making mistakes and failing, like that they succumb to this. This they promise not to do a thing, but they are tempted and then they fail fall to that temptation feels like a good i liked that and you know him being blissed out at the end and like clearly he's it's acting like he's high and everything like i didn't relate to it that much but i understood what they were doing with the character and i was like and i thought gee i wonder how they're gonna pull odo back from this because yes i know that at some point he's going to be back on team federation but i you know but i don't remember how they do it. i would buy it i just realized that like Maybe this crystallizes it because we were talking about like the weaknesses, and my my issue is that he shows weaknesses. But like in a properly constructed character, their weaknesses come out of their overall personality. And though he has been searching for the most part, we would say that Odo is authoritarian and order based and all of those things. And though he wants to, his goal is to help the Federation and drive back the Dominion. He may even see himself later as like, we can stop this invasion and then I can be a bridge to peace afterwards. Mm-hmm. He can do all, like that can be a thing that he right. feels and that maybe he, he's driven to be. And one, one day I can go back to my people and join the link because I'll be welcome back. Right. She says, you can link after the war, just wait for this. And he's like, okay, I will. So, but none of his weaknesses in this episode come out of that. 
it comes out of this newfangled thing about him just being a hundred percent about Kira. Well, it comes. It's it's also it's him realizing he's never going to be with Kira, and another woman comes along, and also his curiosity about his past and wanting to belong, and not be another and be a part of something, and that's what he falls prey to, right? I mean, yeah, I just which I think that's that's been a character trait from the I beginning. Don't, I, I don't like it because he hurt my space friends because I like my space friends. Rom's my space friend, right? And he did Rom dirty. But also that he, like, it's a weakness that's not, that just, it, it, everything just kind of, like, it, you just, you've you've wasted the character, like, in a way. And, right. you know, like he... I mean, that's, yeah, that that's, I don't agree, but that's fine. I see what, yeah, what you think. So, I mean, from this point on, whatever they're going to do with him, it's going to have to be a, like a like a like a one eighty reversal. I I don't know. I mean, it can't I mean, be. Other, it can't. I mean, like it, I know. I don't know. Is he still going to be all about Kira? <laughs> well, uh, spoilers. Yes. <laughs> like I. So I mean, but, I mean that that's not a. Yeah, I don't know. A, like he's he. This whole thing is that he still feels even as if he's not on the side of his people, he still he's the bridge to where understanding for the people for his people. For the Federation at the end of the series, I think he goes off to do that. But also, you know, he never truly hates his people. I don't think he ever decides that he hates them. And even when he turns and he's on the opposite side, he's like, I think I can make I think I can make them understand. That's what he does. And he can still think they're the enemy. Right. Well, because they're the enemy. Well, he clearly it's not it's not two sided. That's the problem. No, that's that's the problem. That's a that's the problem is that they're not to him anymore. For him, he thinks he can turn it around. Somehow. I mean, this is an unprovoked war, so like right. And he he thinks because you know he understands the changelings in their minds, they're acting out of this you know ancient uh, understanding that the solids will never accept them, and so they have to so they have to get the solids before they get them, and they're per- persecuted people, so they're lashing out. It's, you know, and and I guess the Alpha Quadrants, are, I don't know. And he's thinking, I think I it's can... It's not f- a good thing. I know it's not a good thing, but it's like, still you want to understand, like... We, you know. we should probably, we should, as fun as it's been to unpack yeah. the sh- show that is Odo's <laughs> treatment, we should probably, like, yes. unpack anything anything else we want, because, of, you know, <laughs> right. you know so, and, yeah, like, no, wrap, I, I yeah. actually, wrap it up. I'm astounded that we spent an hour just yelling about Odo. <laughs> I I still think this is a good this episode. This is what all of this character is about. I still yeah, but this episode's good. <laughs> this whole episode's about Odo. Yeah. And you know, we didn't even talk about the cold open with uh, Cisco talking about their forays, bringing in a giant fleshlight. Yeah, yeah, shaking a fleshlight <laughs> and saying, you know, this power cell from this phaser array or this fleshlight it says that we will fight. And we will keep on fighting until we can't fight anymore. Yes, sir! You don't just throw something like this away. No, no sir! They stack it on the wall. <laughs> and he tells Admiral Ham Sandwich, oh, well, it's just this ritual that we fell into because I guess as a <laughs> religious leader and emissary, he's into rituals or something. Yeah, and that was, uh, the whole B plot was just, I mean, that was that was the ham sandwich of a B plot, right? I thought it was. I thought it didn't have to be. It was probably. I know it was distinctly greatly reduced. I I actually have 
a similar problems. I'm like, I, I'm watching this for the second time I, this week. I liked like, it. Why are they doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, at one point, there's a whole scene where where Cisco reminds an admiral that he can't make him go to bed. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, you can't make me go to sleep. <laughs> All right, you're right, okay. but I just have to remind you. You gotta be fresh in the morning. Okay, so this is, I actually have some trivia about that Iris Stephen Bear pitched the Beast plot. Of course he did. <laughs> of course it's a reference, a movie reference to a mm-hmm. Howard Hawks film called The Dawn Patrol, which I've never seen. Basically it's about like the war effort is going, I guess it was 1930, so I guess it was a World War One movie. <laughs> Uh, about a group of untrained soldiers having to go on a risky mission and the field commander that had to put them together and his anxiety, not because he wasn't there, which was all, which was all uh, Cisco's. Cisco's problem. Right. He's like, I didn't get to do it too, but that they were horribly underprepared and would have probably, uh, you know, were probably going to their death. And that was the plot line that I that Bear wanted, but then once he read it, he didn't like it, and so they cut it and changed they it. Changed it to a, a Captain Kirk problem where they didn't make him an admiral, but he's like, yeah. uh, my adjunct left, so I'm bringing you on to be a tactical adjunct. I guess where you're not captaining a ship, and so so he got promotion you, without with without the benefit of a of pay increase right. or title increase he gets more responsibility and <laughs> well, they don't get, they don't have money but yeah he got I a, know but you you see my point though he got he got promoted but to he a desk job, like yeah. you didn't get anything yeah there's no upside to the promotion well except he's better equipped to wage the war and he's all about you know trying to make that he gets to use the executive bathroom exactly. so he doesn't have to use the, the, right, the captain's right. slash just that bathroom. whole scene where he's like you can't make me go to That's, sleep that was the most one of the most ridiculous scenes at all of ds9 and what ha- what ends up happening is that li- literally they did the bare minimum you need to have a plot where he broods in a room and then a scene later it comes back and i was like dex did fine she did fine right. and then they let her have the old the fleshlight and give the fleshlight speech <laughs> so that it was like at least it at some point had the Conform to the structure of a story. Right. I did like also, <laughs> and that was when it. he's waiting for the admiral to tell him to go to bed. He's talking to Worf, and Worf is like, "Are they going to be okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, Dex is captaining him." And then Worf is like, "Well, you're probably more upset than I am because it's your spaceship that that's out there, not not your fiance." <laughs> I would just lose a piece. I would just lose, lose a, a sex bot, but you 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 at least a whole ship. Yeah, that was tone deaf. Uh, the episode was originally titled uh, Life During Wartime, and then they changed it Woof. to Behind the Lines. So, yeah. <laughs> but Life During Wartime would have at least given us the opportunity to play that really great uh, Talking Head song at the end of this podcast, which <laughs> we're going to do now. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> but, then they come back and they're fine, and I guess, yeah. Nothing. The, yeah, nothing happens. Yeah. I guess do also cadets also work as when 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 the admiralty is around? Does the cadets get to be bartenders? <laughs> I think it's just like that was a he's weird a Ferengi, thing. so he falls naturally into he's good at it. Into and he's a like, servant role. He's the procurer. He's the uh, oh, what's that character in uh, Catch Twenty Two? <laughs> that's like the oh, I know you're yeah, about, yeah. He's that guy that's like oh, I know a guy. So they have Saurian brandy that they can have and you know they tell Admiral Hand Sandwich to don't don't ask where the Saurian brandy came from. But her holding the, the thing was was a oddly silly beat. Uh yeah. Is there anything else 
I, we get the first. I think that we're probably going to see that the she Eric Trump, uh, the Salome Jen's character, is, uh, <laughs> and I like that he openly asked her, "Does she have a name?" And she was like, "Fuck that bitch." Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, she's like, uh, "Names are yes. for solids." What use would I have for a name? I don't need that shit. Like, and then the drop in the ocean. Yeah. Drop well, she's the... like, "Why the fuck would I need a name?" Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a name? Um, but I think at this point that she's so visually bro- oh. like poorly conceived because she looks like Odo, but like an old lady. See, I don't and think like, she looks like... I, she, I, I, I think it becomes ridiculous like at this I point. Think she, like I, I, just, I think she looks like an old lady because she's an old lady, but also Odo looks like an old man cause he's because he's the yeah, person know, who raised him looked like that. What's her yeah, excuse? He has a reason to look My whole like thing, that. Well, she has I think, no reason. I think it's just as weirder for him to be like in a relationship with Kira, who's younger than him, than it is for Stella Mae Jens to be. Oh, I'm not talking about the sex uh, thing. I'm talking about the visual look. Oh, okay, of yeah. Character design why, issues. Why does she visually look oh, like Oh, yeah. That? Why do all of them look like Eric Trump's? It's kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they all got to look like Eric Trump, which is fucking that's just, weird. That's probably like a consistency Berman type note, you know, like yeah. that people won't know. And so, like, like there's a bro like it, it's hard like yeah yeah and she's got like this like the makeup looks particularly bad on her um she looks like michael chiklis in the fantastic four <laughs> movies um so i don't know but like yeah this 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 left me angry this episode see man i i was not expecting this because i thought like oh this is it's a good episode. I laid out all of me about to feel this way. I thought over the last few gonna, episodes. Well, my whole argument was going to be finally he's not just doing whatever Kira says, and I think he has. Yeah, he's doing something that makes less sense. I think, to but me. well, the, I think I've laid out why I think his whole argument makes sense. But that's you, you just don't understand what it's like at the Great Link, James. <laughs> it's not supposed to make sense. You, you're a fucking solid. I know. That's all he keeps saying. That. Why does he never make like he never even tries to attempt a moral defense? He's less he's worse than the people who work for the Trump administration because they at least try to justify their actions. Well, he he says that I'm not going to fuck up the resistance, and he says it doesn't work that way. And then the second time, it's the whole point is that he has fucked up. So I mean, because he's you know fallen to temptation or broken his word or whatever like any there's repercussions and you know, i guess we should point out like we get also the first canar demar drinking canar yeah and that you know demar is a bit of a lush and he dakot has figured out a way to get rid of the la- the minefield in front of the wormhole so the whole thing is rom figures out what, how they're going to use the deflector array to get rid of the minefield. And so they have this whole ploy to turn off the deflector array, which relies on Odo do, doing a security scan or something at a certain time at eight, eight, oh, 0800 hours. And he's supposed to be there doing his job as a member of the resistance, but he's too busy getting laid because even Damar says when she comes into the room, she's like, where's Odo? It's like, oh, he's... With that changeling, if you know what I mean, Bowchico, and she's yeah, yeah, and and he's not there, and then Rom goes to jail. Every Damar is Damar is like I'm surprised that he's as well handled as he is at this. Yeah, oh early yeah, stage. They, they got a they got a good handle yeah. on Damar. Like they can't. <laughs> well, you need they need more hands in the writers' room. Is what you're saying? They need they they can't have. It's because like, he's he's a younger character and he's simpler. Like he's he's an up and coming goal. 
Is that's no, he's in. He's uh, is the 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 that he's. I mean, well, we he's I mean, that the early stages of his character yeah, development yeah. in season seven. Right, right, right. That he's incredibly conflicted and depressed. Oh, right. Well, eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, and I like all that. I liked the the cork stuff. I mean, everything about the resistance stuff was worked and was good. I mean, this is still this is still you know. I like that shit. the resistance is is four people and it's. I like the Dominion has to know that they're all the resistance, right? Because like every, it seems so they're just talking openly about like not about the meeting, but they're like, would you like to go to the resistance resistance meeting? They're not using code words or nothing, <laughs> like. Yeah. But that's minor, I guess. It's just, well, yeah, and I, I mean, I guess that you know you had Kira openly chastise him about all of the particulars when. Uh, female changeling was in the room mm-hmm. uh, when she, Eric, was in the room. Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah. Are you guys want to talk about how high this is on a rewatching meter? Uh, I'm gonna say 8.1. Really? You liked it that much? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was jumping straight to IMDb. Oh, no, no. I want to know your it. personal rewatch. Like, are you gonna ever be in the mood to see? this this episode fuck yeah i'll put it at a yeah i'll put it in i i don't know where my scale is now but i'll put it in i'll put it in at eight because if i'm watching this beginning series arc of season six it's definitely going to go in there because it's where they figure out how to get rid of the wormhole i might skip last episode i can go one two four five six last week it was a sons and daughters you had that at a four yeah yeah i uh I'm going to put this at a three because I might uh, at some point need to test uh, the work I've done at an anger management seminar. <laughs> okay. And, no, I'm just kidding. This is a one. It's a zero for me. If you never see this episode again, you'll, you'll be fine. This is the one, yeah, yeah. This is, but I mean, this is the problem with this episode is not in this episode. It's that the the things that they've done. The things that they've done with Odo in this episode are accumulation of what they've been fucking up, and at this and anything in the future is just going to have to represent that fuck up. So I, I would have to put this at a five for me because I am totally there's enough good stuff in here that, but I can't imagine a circumstance. The only reason why I'd, I'd watch this is if I'm doing a rewatch of this first arc. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Did I think they're doing like a Dark Phoenix saga where like he's drawn to bad urges and then he'll have to rein him in? I don't know. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think his urges are fine or understandable. They're not bad or good. They're just you know urges. If he's simple or a twelve-year-old, then yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I think emotionally he is. That might be the case. On to the IMDb. Good folks of IMDb. What do you think they think of this episode? I'll go back to my eight point (laughs) one. I'm going to go with the idea that uh, the same reason that horror movies always do bad in cinema score is that you don't like, you watch it going, I fucking hate that because it gave you a negative emotion, like the intended negative emotion. I think that just the carryover of Odo hurting his space friends will probably lower it. And I'm going to, but it's still probably buoyed by being at the good part of the season. So 7.7. Yeah, 7.9. There we go, right in the middle. 813 votes. It's got a lot of, yeah, 7.9. So people do like it. That's a lot of people voting on Mm -hmm. this one, too. But it is consistently lower than what we've been having in this season, in this uh, little arc here. Yes. What was last week's? 
Oh, was that? It was I like was a, a seven point seven two or something. It was an Alexander episode. Uh, Last week's it was seven point yeah, Sons and Daughters. It was not as. It's low pretty low. bad. I was like, that one can't have been crazy. Yeah, that was also. I mean that. That had some issues too. Rocks and Shoals, eight point six. The time to stand is eight point five. Yeah. So that's that's yeah, that's okay, that's the range I was expecting it to be in. Seven point seven was my second choice, but I was like, no, I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah. Next week the storyline continues. Uh Odo or I mean it's the whole thing, it's a two parter where Cisco has a plan to to take back Deep Space Nine and uh Kira has to beg everybody on the fucking earth to not kill her friend that Odo fucked over. So... Oh, wrong? Good times. Yeah. We should probably outro this bitch. So, yeah. Let us know what you think about Odo and anything about this episode or other episodes or whatever. I'm sure... I'm sure I will be raked over the coals for for my opinions on this. I entreat everybody to rake James over the coals for this one. Um, (laughs) Or me for being wrong about it if you think James is right uh, or me for being ambivalent <laughs> right yes ambiv- <laughs> trying to both sides is bullshit right <laughs> yeah that's the problem with me lukewarm I will spit you out Hugh Crawford uh, I am the Barack Obama of the <laughs> rules of law acquisition so uh, yeah let us know about all of that by <laughs> let, let me be clear Odo is a well-conceived character for most of the things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 917-408-3898 to let us really give it to us uh, over that <laughs> it, about anything. And yeah, uh, if you want to support the show financially, go to patreon.com slash kickers of elves where uh, we have a lot of good extra audio content over there, bonus podcast, uh, join the Discord group and where we have some uh, on chat discussions and whatnot. And, but, you know, even if you can't do that, sir, uh, if you can't do that, do all the other stuff that every other podcast asks you to do that, you know, would really help us out rating and reviewing and mostly telling your friends and all your, you know, friends who write big articles about the podcast everybody should listen to. Or Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Rules of Acquisition. We hope you join us again next week as we unpack another episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. For Wade, James, and myself, three to beam out. trouble, can't you see? You're eating my heart away And there's nothing much left of me I've drunk your wine You have made your world mine So won't you be fair So won't you be fair I don't want no more of you so won't you be kind to me just let me go where i have to go there trouble trouble move away i have seen your face and it's too much for me today Trouble, trouble, can't you see? You 
have made me a wreck Now won't you leave me in my misery Trouble 